Welcome to Central Coast Chat, the podcast all about what's happening in the Monterey County area. I'm your host, Angelica Cabral, a reporter and podcaster with the Salinas Californian, part of the USA Today slash Gannett Network. This week, I spoke with Mark Tunzi, a family medicine doctor at Natividad, about mental health and how that's been affected during the pandemic. Welcome to the podcast. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself and your background in the Salinas area? Uh, sure. Um, I grew up in Spreckles, actually. Uh, I, uh, I grew up in Spreckles. I'm a family doctor at Natividad. I've been there over 25 years. Um, I teach in the family medicine residency program um, and uh, see my own patients, supervise residents, uh, do a handful of different things. And what I wanted to talk about with you for this week's episode is mental health as it relates to the pandemic. What are some things you've observed this past year when it comes to mental health? Yeah, well, uh, I guess the first thing that's obvious is that it's been a big, big stress on everybody, right? I don't think anyone in the world, frankly, has not been affected by this somehow, whether directly or indirectly, we've all been affected. Um, And, you know, in my lifetime as a physician, I've never experienced anything quite like this. Uh, You know, my sense is that the, the if not the biggest thing that makes us unhappy as people, and it's certainly one of the top two or three, is when whatever our expectations are, don't happen. When you're expecting something to happen and it just doesn't go that way, tends to make us angry, sad, something. And, you know, this pandemic was unanticipated, unexpected, both in what it is in terms of uh, this, this terrible viral illness that we as doctors and, and as just people were unprepared for, um, and how it so, so medically unprepared, and then emotionally, to your question, also unprepared. Um, you know, I think the biggest thing that the pandemic has done to us individually um, is kept us from the things that matter most to us, which is, you know, other people, um, you know, that has been incredibly stressful, whether you're like me and, and, and you tend to believe the science and believe that the distancing helps and believe that the masks help at least some, those things have been barriers to keep us from being with other people, right? We, people haven't seen their families. They haven't seen their friends. Um, and that has been a massive, massive stress on people. Have you seen, you know, in your line of work, rates of depression or anxiety going up? Oh, gosh, yes. I mean, look, first off, just a couple of statistics, right? Um, people compare this to the flu. In an average year in the United States, I, I, I know this only because I went and looked it up about a week ago or so, because I, I felt like I needed to know and I wanted to be accurate, just in general, so as, I, as I'm talking to people, right? In an average year in the United States, somewhere between 40 and 60,000 people die of influenza. That's a lot of people. 
In a good year, it may be only 30,000. In a bad year, it's 1665. 500,000 plus people have died from COVID in the last year. It's not the same. However you want to look at it, it's not the same. Again, no one has been unaffected by this. At this point, everybody knows someone who's died from this or knows someone who knows someone who's died from this, right? So, um, you know, as a physician, I, 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 I ask people about this kind of thing. And, and you know, it's, it's incredible that, that the folks who have been personally affected by someone in their family or a friend or an acquaintance who has, who has died, right? Well, that's pretty depressing. So there's that. There's the there's the immediate impact of COVID in the in the actual lives of of, of people in general. Pretty depressing. Um, as a healthcare worker, I got to tell you, November, December, January, and February, I never saw so many people die in the hospital every day, multiple people every day. So hospital people way over the top affected. I mean, you you want to talk about the moral distress of work, um, you know, uh, nurses in particular, college. And then, you know, there's a sort of more general distress of how it's just interrupted every facet of life, right? I mean, I can't even imagine being a kid and not being able to go to school. Can you? I mean, golly, uh, you know, uh, just so kids not being able to go to school, parents not being able to go to work, because guess what? They're home with their kids, right? I mean, more women dropped out of the workforce over this last year than, than ever before. Um, so incomes are down, productivity is down. And that's nothing to do with what we talked about a couple of minutes ago, which is you just can't be with people, right? You can't go with grandma. Um, you know, you, you can't have a wedding. I mean, uh, it's been postponed and then postponed and then postponed and then postponed. As much as it has been hard for me and, and everybody else to deal with some of the recommendations, the masks and the distancing of this and that and the other. Uh, you know, I'm a doctor, so I don't know what I'm supposed to say, but you know, I, I believe in the science and I, I think we think we need to believe in the science. I also we need need I think we need to believe in, in that this is not an individual attack. COVID doesn't care who you are. Right? I mean clearly the president of the United States got COVID. For the love of Mike, right? Prime Minister of England got COVID, right? Um, COVID doesn't care who you are. It's an equal opportunity actor here. The way we get through this, I mean, sure, you can get through it with anger, I suppose. Um, but I think the way we get through it and not let the depression keep us down and not let the anger keep us down is to remember that we actually are in this together somehow. And, and uh, we, we're, we've, we've gotten through it together and we're going to get out of it together, right? Because if we don't do it together, then we're not getting out of it. Um, and so, you know, how do we how do we muddle through now and sort of re-engage? Well, one one I think would be uh, you know, and it's not over, right? I mean, it's it's still a problem, and there are different parts of the United States. Thankfully, here locally, we're we're seeing, you know, we're not quite in the yellow tier yet. You know, isn't it? headline of this morning's paper, wasn't it? Um, yeah. Uh, not quite in the yellow tier yet, but we're going to get there. We're going to get there. We're going to get there. Things are better. Things are, are, are opening back up. 
I think we need to do that thoughtfully. Uh, we don't want to have happened what happened in the state of Michigan. They opened up a little prematurely and now poof, they got a bunch of young people, young unvaccinated people who are getting really, really sick. We don't want to do it like parts of Europe, boom, opened up a little prematurely. I heard somebody comment recently, the politicians, well, we haven't opened up quickly enough, Europe did. Yeah, and look what's happened to them. <laughs> look what's happened to them. They're, it's up and it's down, it's better and it's worse. We need to do it thoughtfully, we need to do it together so that we open, we're protecting each other. We're protecting the most vulnerable people, right? And we're protecting each other. So yes, we need to move forward. We need to do it thoughtfully. We need to do it together uh, in a way that makes a certain amount of sense and have some faith that, you know, as a community, um, we can do it. And as a medical professional, for someone who may not have, you know, really serious long-term depression, but does have this situational depression, are there some things that you would recommend? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, you know, um, all the things that tend to work in general for taking care of yourself will help with this, right? I don't think there's a magic solution, right? So what would those things be? Well, you know, love the people in your life. Get some exercise. Not because, you know, you want to like go to the Olympics or because you necessarily even want to lose weight. Just get outside in the sunshine and get some exercise. We live in a beautiful place. Golly gee, how lucky can we be? Um, get outside, get some sun. It's good for your vitamin D. It's definitely good for your sense of well-being. It's absolute proof that getting exercise anywhere, but here, go outside. You know, go outside when it's not too windy, but okay, go outside. Um, you know, eat well, don't drink too much, get enough sleep. And then the first thing I said, you know, love the people in your life. We all have somebody, right? A neighbor. Now, maybe it's not love in the way you normally think of it, but okay. Talk to the people in your life, engage with them, make, make human connections. Um, that's, that's how we do this. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. New episodes of our podcast go live on our website every Friday at 4 p.m. And you can also listen to us on iTunes. Just search Central Coast Chat. For more of our coverage, check out our website, www.thecalifornian.com. And follow us on Twitter at Sound News.